Hello! The most frequent question I receive from parents is about confidence. How do I help my kid to be confident? How do I teach them confidence? How can they learn to stand the ground? That is probably the number one worry on parents. But I'm not going to say worry, worry maybe it's a bit of a, a big word. But it's a key concern for parents. How do we help them be confident? Now, a lot of the times we think about them being successful in football or academically or with friends, being popular in a school, that will build the confidence. But a lot of the times we forget the small things. What are the small things that we can do every day to help them build confidence? Let me tell you a story. Uh, just this, this week, two days ago, I was having a, a Zoom call, as it happens these days, with this young lad. Uh, he is seven years old. And uh, when we set up the call, mom said, well, then you talk to Mr. Oti about what happened yesterday. Now, it worked out that the day before, his sister was in a funny mood. His older sister was in a funny mood. They had visitors around, and she was just saying to everybody how he had three girlfriends and he, she was picking on him and, and he eventually kind of hold it, hold it, hold it and just kind of exploded and left the room and it took mom or dad uh, several, uh, well not several hours, but quite a long time to, um, to get him back into the room. Uh, and uh, mom wanted me to talk about it and I said, okay, well, that, that's good. And we talk a lot about it. He, um, he was a bit cagey. He didn't want to talk about it. He, he was quite charming at one point. He said, well, it's, it's because it's not true. I don't have three girlfriends. I said, okay, that's fine. And so I only have two, which I said, okay, fine. That's, that's great. Um, but anyhow, what I thought is like, what a missed opportunity there. What a missed opportunity. So what I want to take you through is using this example, what's happening in the kid's mind in that situation? And what can we do differently? What is the strategy? A very, very simple strategy that every parent can use in this situation. So let's just start with what's happening with this little chap. And you may feel this is the same with you when you go to the park with your kids or when they're having sibling problems. Suddenly, in one second, something happens, they come to you. And they want you to resolve it and they want, to, they want you to be the judge and the police of the situation. And that's quite normal. Yeah? But what is really important is just take a step back and think about what's happening in your son or your daughter's mind. What's going on with their emotions in that moment? Very simplistic. There is, um, there is an overwhelming feeling. I cannot deal with this. I am not equipped to deal with my sister picking on me or with this kid saying things about me. I just feel ill-prepared to deal with this situation. I don't have the tools or the resources to deal with this situation. Now, that might be silly. From a point of view, you might say, oh, just tell them to shut up or whatever, or ignore them. But in that kid's mind and heart, in that moment, they just feel not prepared, not equipped, not ready. They don't have the resources to deal with that situation. And that's really important to understand. Number two, well, what happens if I don't have the resources? I just need somebody to fix it for me. Now, what we create in there, when they come to you and you become the police and the judge, uh, by default, 
and what happens is they are creating uh, what it does concern me a bit more than everything else. It concerns me a belief that I don't have the resources, but somebody else has them. I am weak, somebody else is strong. And that's the point that I want to, re uh, to reinforce in this video. When we are jumping in to resolve those situations, we are at risk of creating that belief. Now, for many parents, that could, uh, that's a bit extreme, it's just, uh, it's just uh, interfering or stopping sibling conflict, and I agree with that, yeah? But what I always say, and my ethos as, as a parent, but as well as a, as a coach working with young kids, is that every situation is a learning opportunity. So my point is, how can we make of this a learning opportunity? Now, um, I'm going to be very honest. I've always been very honest with this strategy I'm going to tell you. Uh, it's not my strategy. I didn't create it. In fact, I saw it in one of my daughters' school, and I thought, genius, absolutely genius. Uh, the whole strategy is about how do you devolve that responsibility to your kid so they have the ownership to try to resolve that conflict. Now, when somebody is trying to resolve a conflict, they feel more empowered, they feel more capable. Now, the part that um, I think is even better, is more genius, is about, well, they will still not be able to do it. In many situations, the problem, the situation, the person of being cheeky or naughty with them will have more resources than them. And at that point, what is that they can do? Uh, so the strategy is very simple and I, I love the simplicity. I taught it to so many kids and families and I taught it to so many schools and, and teachers love it. But what is really important, just be mindful, it only works if everybody works with it. If your son is working with it but your you are not, or your partner is working with it, but you are not, or you apply to one of your, uh, of your kids, but not to the other, then it's not going to work. This is a family strategy, and it has to be consistently executed. Uh, let's go back into what it is. The, the strategy is called TAG, T-A-G. Uh, and it's really simple. The first thing and the first two, the T and the A, is the responsibility of the child. So when they're facing a difficult situation, when they're facing the sister picking on him because he has two or three girlfriends or whatever, the first thing that they have to tell them is their ownership, their responsibility, is tell them you don't like it. What you are saying to me it's hurting me. I don't like it. Yeah. Second, it's pretty much the same. Is the A is ask them to stop. You tell them you don't like it, so you inform them that what they're doing is is not nice. And the second one is you say, I told you it's not nice. Can you please stop? I don't like it. Now, you probably know as much as I do that chances of this um, having a result is quite small. Yeah. Uh, but that's okay. That's not, we're not expecting them to resolve the conflict. All we want them is to own these two first steps. Tell them that you don't like them, ask them to stop. When they're doing this, they're using the voice. They stand in the ground. They're defending the position. They are speaking out. And those small moments of speaking out become precious in how they see themselves. I have the ability to speak out, to say how I feel, and that's great. Going back to the point, 
T is tell them you don't like it, A is ask them to stop, is not going to change in a lot of cases, it's not going to, to stop the process, and that is when they start feeling overwhelmed, yeah? And that's when it's so important that they have an exit strategy. And that exit strategy is G, which is get an adult. So when you told them you don't like it, when you told them to stop and they haven't done it, that's when the adult, the teacher, the mom, the dad, or whoever is the relevant adult intervenes. And when my son or my daughter comes to me, the first thing I said is, okay, that's not very nice. Did you do T? Did you tell them you don't like it? Yes, dad, I, I, I did T. Did you do A? Did you ask them to stop? He said, yes, dad, of course, I, I said it. And, and obviously they, they will want because they just want it resolved. It's uncomfortable for them, but it's important that, that you praise them for what they've done. I said, okay, now let me talk with her about it. So as I said, this is a really simple strategy. When I was talking to this little kid, he said, okay, yes, yes, I think I can do that. It's very easy, it's very accessible. Now, chances are that he, well, any kid, will forget the next time that something happens. In two, three, four days, something else is going to happen. There's going to be a bit of bickering around and he will revert to that same approach. Let's go to mom or dad to resolve what's happening. Uh, so at that point you say, listen, we talk about this, we talk about T-A-G, did you do T, did you do A? Uh, no, no, she was being annoying, she was doing this, she was doing that. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Okay, go and tell them. And if she doesn't stop or he doesn't stop, then you come and tell me. So what I said is, again, going back to the first part of this video, uh, obviously we all want to raise happy, confident kids in themselves. And I find that giving them the opportunity to express their voice, to say things, to express what they like, what they don't like, is one of the most important things we can do for them. Yes, we always want them to score the, the winning goal on, on the football match or, or to be made house captain or whatever, but let's be honest, that only happens to the small proportion of kids. For the vast majority of kids, these are everyday situations that can help them build the self-esteem and that most importantly, gives them an understanding that they have a voice to resolve whatever is going on, from small things to big things. So always, I, I'm very honest with my strategies and I always want to say what is that you can expect. So what is that you can expect? Number one, they will forget about it, so don't, don't be harsh. You, you have to talk about it, you have to establish it as a family rule. Uh, and what you do is, uh, when they forget about it, you remind them. You don't jump into resolving it. That's going to be your default position. You're going to jump into resolving the conflict. Don't do that. Just say, listen, we talk about TAG, go and do it. Now, you know he or she is going to fail. We know that's going to happen. That's okay. Yeah, you let them do the T, you let them do the A. So the first thing is going to happen is they're going to forgot, forget. Sorry. Um, the second thing is that they, they're going to pretend that they've done it, but they haven't done it. So again, you just go back and you just have a dialogue with them. And little by little, as you establish this over and over again, they will start becoming and adapting this technique, this, this idea of expressing themselves. Really, it's, it's not adapting anything. It's really expressing the voice as a first point of resolving conflict. What also is doing is delaying that outburst of emotions when they come to you. 
But really, what I want you to take from this video, what I really want you to take from this video is that there is a learning opportunity in every event that we have. And as parents, it's, it's almost like, to be honest, I am going to say that, as, as I said, it's almost, it's almost, um, it's almost a game. It, it's, it's fun to say, okay, how can I make of this a learning opportunity? Um, sorry, I'm, I'm going to digress here. Um, but I was, I was having a conversation with my daughter and they had done something cheeky, a bit naughty, and she was telling me how much fun they had. And, um, and I, I, I was saying, oh, well, Anna, you have to understand how, um, how this girl might have felt in that moment. And, and she said, for goodness sake, Dad, why you have to make of everything a learning opportunity? Uh, so, okay, so apologies for that. It is true. We, um, I probably overdo it. Uh, but the message is just just go with it. Just see how can you help your kid um, to, to make the most of that opportunity. TAG is a fantastic, simple approach for them to uh, to express their voice and to learn that they can express their likes and dislikes, their desires and, and the things that they just don't want to do. Uh, and, and it's very simple. So um, have fun with it. Enjoy it. And, um, and yeah, don't overdo it like I do. That, that's a bit too much and I know about it and I just kind of um, tell myself off sometimes. But um, just see how, what other learning opportunities are in your day-to-day -day with your kid. And that's all for me. I hope you enjoyed this technique. Again, it's not mine, but uh, you know what? Um, they said um, copying is the ultimate form of flattering. Um, so I'm copying this technique, it's a great technique, and if you want to copy it from me, uh, I'd be delighted. Well, not from me, from my daughter's school. I'd be delighted. Have a great day, enjoy it, and see you in the next episode.